Hey there, I'm Dana, your Canadian English teacher, with another English lesson so you can speak and understand the English spoken in Canada. If you're learning English for the Great White North, then you've come to the right place. You'll learn phrasal verbs, common expressions, conversation tips, and of course, some typical Canadianisms. In today's lesson, you're going to learn the expression to make a mountain out of a molehill. Put on your geography hats because this week you're going to learn some fun and interesting geological facts about Canada. Welcome back to the Can Learn English podcast. Hello and welcome if this is your first episode and welcome back if you are a weekly listener. This week, I want to start off by reading a listener review. This one's from the Brazilian iTunes store. So I read all of the reviews that are left for the Can Learn English podcast. And when I upload the podcast, I use a special service and then I have all these analytics that I can look at. And I know that I have a lot of Brazilian listeners. So sometimes I change my iTunes store from Canada to Brazil so I can read the reviews there. And this week's review is from Lucas4567. Lucas, thank you for your review. Lucas gave the Can Learn English podcast five stars and he said, I've been learning a lot from this podcast, not only the expressions or vocabulary, but also improving my listening skills which I need to have better marks in for my IELTS test. Dana speaks slow and knows how to teach the content in a very simple way. So thank you, Lucas. Thank you so much for reviewing the podcast. I read them all. I love to get your feedback. So if you're a listener, please submit a review. You can do this easily on iTunes. And you can also help support this podcast by becoming a Podcast Plus member. When you become a member, you get the weekly transcripts. So you get these in a PDF so you can read along with the podcast and download these. And you also get access to the premium podcast player, which is an amazing tool that allows you to listen and has the words highlighted as I speak. So if you would like to learn more about this, you can go to canlearnenglish.com forward slash get dash transcripts. So let's get straight into our expression. This is to make a mountain out of a molehill. So as always, we're going to define the words in this expression. Our first word is make, the verb to make, and this is an easy one. It's to form something by putting together parts or combining substances. A synonym would be to create, so to make. A mountain, a mountain is a large natural elevation of the Earth's surface rising abruptly from the surrounding level. You might live in an area where there's mountains if you're lucky. Mountains are so beautiful, they're amazing. I grew up in Ontario where it's very flat and living near the mountains now is such a treat. I love going up the mountains and looking at the view. I think there's nothing more beautiful in the world. Out of are our next words. And when we put these together, we're indicating the source or where something is from. 
out of. A molehill. A molehill is a small mound of earth thrown up by a mole burrowing near the surface. What is a mole? Well, a mole is a animal. They're about 12 to 20 centimeters and they have dark gray or brown velvety fur. Mole's eyes are small and they have these broad front feet with claws for digging in soil. And they do this because they are insectivores, which means they don't eat plants, but they eat insects, mainly earthworms and grubs. And these are common animals. So when you make a mountain out of a molehill, that gives us a good picture. Now we know what a molehill is. So if you are to make a mountain out of a molehill, it's when you make a big issue of a minor issue. So you're making a mountain, which is large, out of a molehill, which is very small. Some more synonyms for this are to amplify, to blow out of proportion, to distort, inflate, intensify, magnify, or make too much of. Where does this expression come from? Well, I think moles are pretty cute. Maybe the person who created this phrase in the first place liked them. I'm not really sure. But the origin of the saying, making a mountain out of a molehill, is unclear. But what's known is that it's over 350 years old. It is found as early as the year 1660 in a lexicon book by James Howell. This book contains proverbs from different languages and there is a part which contains this phrase. So let's take a look at how we would use this in our everyday life. So I want you to imagine you had a test that you studied really hard for, and it's really important because it's your final exam and you need to do well on this test to get a high mark in the course. And you did really well, except for there was just one question that had you stumped and you couldn't figure out the answer and you kind of blew it on that one. You didn't do so well. You go to your friend and you're all upset because this one question was so hard and you say to them, you tell the story, oh, this is so difficult. They might say to you, hey, listen, if you think you did well on the rest of the test, then don't worry about it. You're making a mountain out of a molehill. So you are overreacting on this. You are amplifying it. Calm down. It's going to be okay. Our next example is from the Huffington Post from an article that is titled Halloween decorations and costumes can be hazardous to the environment. So if you live in North America or you've been to Canada during Halloween, you'll know that people often decorate the outside of their homes with Halloween decorations. One thing that people often will put on their front porch are fake spider webs and these are kind of made out of cotton and you stretch them so it looks like your house is very old and maybe haunted. Now this article is talking about how these decorations can be hazardous for wildlife populations and it references a Facebook post in which an owl can be seen tangled up in this artificial spider web decor. And it's basically insinuating that 
this is horrible. We should really be concerned about the dangers that these decorations pose to animals. And then this article goes on to say, but it's also possible wildlife officials seem to suggest that we're making a mountain out of a molehill. They say we haven't had any reports or cases here where animals have got caught in those webs. So maybe there's just been one time that this has happened and it got put online and it went viral and now everybody's worried about it, but it's not truly a threat. So this is a small issue that people are making into a big issue and they're making a mountain out of a molehill. Now you'll see this happening a lot on the internet. It seems like the media tends to make mountains out of molehills. And one of the reasons for this might be is that a lot of news agencies or news websites are really concerned about clicks. They want people to click on their links so that they can get more revenue from ads being viewed and things like that. So they'll create headlines that maybe are making mountains out of molehills, but they might be interesting and get people to click on the link. So you can use this expression in your daily life. The next time you hear someone making a big issue out of something small, you can say, oh, you don't need to make a mountain out of a molehill. Now we're on to our Canadian fact. I always love this part of the podcast because I think it's a great way for you to practice your listening, learn vocabulary, as well as learn about Canada. As I said in the beginning, this is all about Canadian geography. Geography is a subject that is studied in Canadian schools, in elementary school, and then in high school. You only need to take one year of geography in Ontario, I believe. I just remember taking grade nine geography, and then I was never all that interested in geography. I was more interested in science, like biology and chemistry, so I took that path. But today I'm going to share 10 surprising facts about Canadian geography. And this is from the Canadian Geographic website, which is canadiangeographic.ca. Now the first fact is about the coastline. So if you like long walks on the beach, then Canada is the place to be. So Canada has 243,000 kilometers of coastline, which is the longest in the world. So if you walked 20 kilometers each day, which is a lot of walking, it would take you 33 years to walk all of the coastline in Canada. Now, the shores of all of the islands in Canada, there's over 50,000 islands, are a big part of why we have such a large coastline. Fact number two, Canada has the largest source of fresh water in the world, and this comes from the water that is flowing out of the Great Lakes. This is the region in Canada that I know very well because this is where I'm from. I'm from the Great Lake region. There's a place called the Lawrence Maritime Estuary, and an estuary is a place where fresh and salt water mix. And this St. Lawrence Maritime Estuary is one of the largest and deepest estuaries in the world. So the fresh water mixes with salt water for nearly 250 kilometers. Fact number three, the oldest known rock in Canada, which is 250 million years older than all of the other known rocks. 
are found in Canada. The 4.28 billion year old rock was discovered by geologists in 2001 in an area of exposed bedrock on the eastern shore of Hudson Bay in northern Quebec. Fact number four, the largest known impact crater in Canada, which is the second largest on the earth, is found near Sudbury, Ontario, and it's called the Sudbury Basin. And the crater is 130 kilometers in diameter. And it's believed to be caused by the impact of a 10 kilometer meteorite about 1.85 million years ago. Number five. Our pingos are bigger than yours. What is a pingo, you ask? I also didn't know this. It's a ice cored hill and it's usually shaped in a cone and it only grows in permafrost. They're formed when water freezing under the surface is forced up by pressure and they ranged from a few meters to several tens of meters high. The Northwest Territories Mackenzie Delta region is home to the world's greatest concentration of these pingos and they also have the largest. Fact number six, there are millions of lakes in Canada and we have more lakes than any other country in the world and they're often very big. We have over 500 lakes that are larger than 100 square kilometers. Fact number seven, we have our own version of the Dead Sea. So as you know, in the Dead Sea, you can float because the water is so buoyant that it's impossible to sink. Well, instead of going to the Dead Sea, you can go to central Saskatchewan's Little Manitou Lake. This lake is fed by underground springs and it has a salt concentration of 180,000 milligrams per liter and it makes the water extremely buoyant. Fact number eight, we have the longest freshwater beach in the world. This is Ontario's Wasaga Beach, which is a really fun place to check out in the summer because it's really nice and hot. It's one of my favorite beaches in Canada. It stretches 14 kilometers along the shores of Lake Huron's Georgian Bay. Fact number nine, Regina, Saskatchewan is the Canadian city closest to the geographical center of North America. And fact number 10, I'm gonna flip it and I'm gonna ask you, do you know the nation's only officially bilingual province? I bet you didn't guess New Brunswick. New Brunswick is the only officially bilingual province in Canada and 33% of people speak French there. That's it for our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please support this free podcast by liking, subscribing, and sharing. If you would like to become a podcast plus member, then you can do that by going to canlearnenglish.com. And if you would like, you can also leave a review on iTunes and I might read it out on a future episode. Until next time, guys. Bye-bye.